Hello, my honeys. Okay, I had a minor change in my setup here. I forgot to put my pop filter on top of my mic, which does us all a favor because I don't like those little um, smacking sounds, you know what I mean? Like when people talk and you can tell maybe they're really close to the microphone, but they're really not, but you can hear like every, you know, every sound that their mouth makes. <laughs> I don't want to be that person, okay? So I took a pause, I put the pop filter on, so I think we're good now, okay. How are you? How's your day been? How are you feeling? All the things. For me, so I'm dealing with like a scratchy throat right now. And I took some NyQuil last night and I'm still feeling it. I really don't take medicine, but when it starts to, you know, be too much, I'm like, okay, I'll just take what I need to take and then will ride the rest of the week however I feel, right? Because typically, if I take NyQuil, like, I won't take it again until maybe the end of the week because I still feel it trying to run through my system. I don't know why, but every time I take some kind of medicine, it takes a while for me to feel um, like myself again. And I don't like to feel drowsy for weeks at a time. So I just stopped taking it and I drink a lot of water and I drink a lot of tea and the blue Gatorade. That's what I like to do. And I sleep a lot. So if you're interested in what I do <laughs> when I don't feel good, that's what I do. So it's been helping me quite a bit. But okay, the purpose of this podcast really goes back to what was happening to me yesterday, okay? So, I have been diving a little bit into human design. Not too much, you know, because I don't want, I don't like labels to influence the way that I decide and move through this world. I like my decisions to be very organic from my own inner wisdom. So I guess you could say, my own inner wisdom wanted me to dive a little bit more into human design, okay? Not something I do, you know, on a regular basis. Like, this isn't something that, um, like, is part of my routine, part of my progression. But, you know, just like you look up your zodiac sign or someone else's, your astrology, your birth chart, this is just something else I wanted to explore a little more of so in human design they're like I don't know see I'm not even going to really say too much about it because I don't want to give the wrong information I think there's either four or five different types and then you have all these like gates and channels which basically teaches you how you're meant to distribute your energy into the world um, that favors your expansion, your evolution in life, okay? So I am a projector, and projectors are the most, um, it's the newest form, and you put in your birthday and everything like that to um, figure out what your 
what your type is. But projectors were the last energy type to be created and we don't have much energy to give. And so we're sort of known as the seers that help all the other types know how to move less and receive more, basically. <laughs> we're very efficient with our energy because we don't have a lot of energy. So we're like the... We're the ones you call when you want something done in a very potent way, okay? So, in all the energy types they have, they all have their own, like, superpower. That's, um, that's my superpower as a projector. And so it can manifest in different ways, okay? That's just, that's basically the spiel I'm going to give on human design because I don't know too much and I don't want you to quote me too much on what I've just said. I just know a little bit on my own type. Okay, so what I wanted to really talk about was that, so when I was looking up my human design, I realized that I'm very susceptible to the opinions and ideas of others, okay? So that can be kind of a downfall for people who don't have a lot of energy because you're putting so much of your energy into the ideas and influences and you know impulses that other people may have had and you're kind of adopting it as your own and you're taking it and you're running with it and sometimes this is very good but other times it's you wasting your energy because you've sort of hopped on their wagon <laughs> Instead of staying on your own wagon and just seeing that as um, just a piece of information. Not to say that you can't take a piece of information and create something of your own from it. But you have to feel into, are you just taking it and, you know, piggybacking off of this person's idea? Or are you really marinating in it? and allowing your own course of magic, your own course of wisdom to kind of create it into something else. Create, create it into something that feels more authentic to you, okay? So this takes learning how to read your own energy, knowing how to translate your own energy, right? So... I realized that <laughs> I've been piggybacking off of mainly two people that I really enjoy listening to and I've left a piece of myself behind that I realize they don't embody as much as I have wanted to, if that makes sense. So just reading that excerpt of what... Um, what projectors or you know having this channel open kind of manifests in a person's daily life i realized that this was true for me and i want to share because you never know someone might need this information that i have left a part of myself behind in being so inspired and influenced by the people that i love to um read off of or 
you know, expose myself to their content, okay? So when you're moving through life and you feel inspired by something, don't feel like because you feel inspired, it's something that you're meant to do. Because part of us can feel really inspired, but it's not inspiration for you to act on. It's just inspiration for you to take in through your body to feel good about and continue with your existence, right? It's not always something that's meant for you to act on, right? So that's something that is good to be aware of in your own energy. Like, is this something I really want to act on? Or is this something just for me to feel really good about, right? So I want to say this because... I feel like it can, I feel like it's going to help someone. So for me, as an example, when I first started Mental Sugar, when I first wanted to dive into the realm of um, like development and personal development and things like that, it came from a purpose. <laughs> it came from me wanting it to feel lighter, to feel fun to feel pleasurable, to feel good to do. For us to not feel so anxious around growing, right? Or fearful around making decisions. I never wanted it to feel that way because I knew, especially like starting out being the younger, younger adult and wanting to know the right answer, quote unquote, it was pretty stressful. And on the other side of it, being who I am now, none of it is ever meant to be stressful. None of it is ever meant to feel hard. None of it is ever meant to feel um, overwhelming or dire or however you want to kind of describe it as. It was never supposed to feel oh so heavy, okay? And that's why I wanted to introduce a different way of existing, a different way of being to people who were over feeling this heaviness in their heart, in their mind, and just wanting to feel like lighter and easier and more fluid and free and flowing with their energy and everything like that because that is the other way to do it. It's not just one way, okay? So the way I wanna say it is, don't leave your mystic behind <clears throat> when you're making decisions, when you're moving through life, when you are you know, deciding what you want to do next, when you are you know, getting worried about something that may or may not happen in the future. Don't leave your mystic behind, okay? And what I mean by that is don't leave your ease behind. Don't leave your certainty behind. Don't leave your ability to conjure behind. Don't leave your ability to dissolve obstacles and fears behind. Don't leave any of that behind because all that is the real you and when i say mystic i mean consciousness i mean your 
natural innate energy to call anything in at any time. Don't leave that part of you behind when you are moving through life, okay? So a lot of us are taught to, you know, think so hard and, you know, weigh the pros and cons of certain situations and decisions that we're needing to make. And it can feel very daunting to decide, so much so that we don't decide at all and we stay stagnant and stunted in our progression, in our evolution, in our way of existing. And that stuntedness has us showing up in the world very bitter, <laughs> very like comparing ourselves to others, very um, maybe in jealousy, seeing how others are progressing and we just feel so stunted in fear and doubt and worry that we don't decide anything at all, right? So when I say, again, don't leave your mystic behind, it means don't allow your mind to keep you stuck. Don't allow what has happened to you in the past don't allow your stories of what may happen keep you in what's predictable, which is your which is your stagnation, which is you not making any decisions because even though you may feel uncomfortable in your indecision, it's predictable, right? It's predictable. And so many choose that over you know, bringing their mystic with them, embodying their mystic, and allowing life to flow them forward, okay? You operate differently, you operate from a different place when you decide not to leave your mystic behind, when you decide not to leave your, mm, what's a good word for it? Not to leave your progression behind, okay? There's another way to do it. So many operate from mind. They operate from the stories. They try to convince themselves of, um, they try to change the story that they're embodying, which is keeping them stuck, the fear, the doubt, the worry, right? They try to change it in a way that feels good and then they decide what they're going to do. I'm saying don't convince your mind of anything. Just leave it alone. <laughs> It operate from a different place, okay? If I cough, I'm sorry. I have my tea right here, but I just had to get this out here, okay? Okay. So that's what I mean when I say don't leave your mystic behind, okay? And yeah, so I know that your progression can be very pleasurable. I know it can because I'm experiencing it now. This was something that I was not exposed to in my earlier years, that there is no such thing as a wrong decision, where life is completely on your side, where if you are open, you understand that life wants what you want. So when you're making decisions from a place of, I'm embodying my ease, my certainty, my, my mystic, over embodying the fear, the stories, 
the doubt, the worry, the stress, things are happening for you, okay? And even when you're deciding from fear and the doubt and the worry, life will detour you back every time. So it just it's just a matter of do you want to delay your ease? Do you want to delay things happening very quickly for you, okay? So, yeah, let me see. I wrote some notes. I wanted to see if there was anything else I wanted to say. Um, da -da -da -da. Yes. So you may be feeling like, I don't want to convince my mind to think differently, right? So much of quote-unquote operating from minds will have you taking a thought and trying to change the thought. Will have you trying to convince yourself to think something differently, which takes up so much energy. It can take up so much time. This is something that a lot of people do for their morning routines, right? They write things over and over again. They, they repeat things to themselves over and over again, and it doesn't feel like it's sticking because the mind will experience a lot of bounce back when you're trying to give it something else to believe okay it just does it's it's what it is supposed to do your mind is an accumulation of of the experiences that you've had where you have felt unsafe scared worried fearful and it's preventing that from happening again. That's what it's doing. So when you're trying to convince it of, you know, thinking something else, of course it's going to take a while for it to even try to ingest that. Only unless you just took the damn leap and just did the thing anyway, <laughs> then you can show your mind, oh, that wasn't that bad, was it, mind? You know what I mean? But other than that, so many spend so much time sitting with themselves, repeating, 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 saying, saying, saying these things, and the mind is just not having it. It's like, nope, we, you remember what happened? You remember what happened last time you did that? And so, of course, you, you stay stunted. You stay stagnant, okay? So I feel like it's just irritating because I was that person that would do that getting up at 5 a.m. because The Rock on some YouTube video said this is the time that successful people start their day. And I felt so frustrated that this was something I had to do to be quote unquote successful. And so I was up early in the dark, writing over and over and over again what I was wanting to believe. And, you know, moving through the day and my days weren't looking different, right? It, they weren't feeling different. So just keep that in mind. Okay, so the other thing is you may be feeling like I don't want to fit the mold of others to be accepted. This was something big for me. I don't fit into a mold. And you most likely don't either. Because what is the mold? Anyway, you know what I mean? <clears throat> the mold is something that society has made you to be. But if you're existing from beyond the stories and beyond the limitations that society may have um, ingrained within you through experiences that you've had, 
When you exist beyond that, you'll see that you show up differently in the world. You're not as fearful. You're not as, um, you're not as quiet, maybe. You're not as, um, hmm, what's another word? People-pleasing. You're not as um, shape-shifting from person to person to person, right? You stand in, this is me. This is what I want to say. This is what I desire to have. This is who I desire to be. And you embody that in your energy so much so that you can speak less and emanate more, right? Where experiences come to you, where the person comes to you, where the job, the whatever it is comes to you because you're available for it in your energy. You're not holding it separate from you saying, oh, I can't receive that until right this has happened to me quite a bit in like jobs and stuff <laughs> i apply for jobs that i'm not even qualified for right or maybe i wasn't i was missing something right in the requirements and i apply for it anyway and i get it because i feel like and i know now that energy is more powerful than man-made musts right than the requirements that people create on the the damn application, right? And you can think about it. It happens often <laughs> where you feel like, you know, someone has gotten a, a job or an opportunity that you feel like you were quote unquote more qualified for and you don't understand why they got it over you, right? So why not work on your energy as well? Because we're energetic beings first, we're felt first before we're seen, right? <clears throat> okay. And another another one you may be feeling or thinking is that I didn't want to work towards the requirements of a job, a career, a relationship to feel good enough. So for me, quote unquote, feeling good enough is... Like that whole sentence is like a trigger for me because <laughs> feeling good enough is definitely a state of mind. When you're saying like, I don't feel good enough, you're operating from the, the criteria that society has given you to feel enough, to feel, you know, accepted. You know what I mean? So when you're operating from what society has, has, you know, ingrained within you that I'm not good enough until you're limiting yourself already and you're limiting what you can receive, you're limiting what you allow, and you're limiting what you're open to. So I say that to say, how about we not operate from, from what society <laughs> feels we need to be, Okay. How about we operate from what feels better to be, period, period, dot. And what feels better to be will always originate from beyond thoughts, from beyond mind, okay? So going beyond means going deeper within. And I don't mean sitting down and meditating for five and a half hours, not necessary. Existing beyond thought is you being one with 
your mystic. <clears throat> Being one with what would be easier for me to for me to do right now. What what feels easier? What feels um open? What feels available, right? And this isn't like, these aren't concepts that you need to continue to rattle off in your head because, again, you'll experience a lot of bounce back because the mind is, is meant to do that. The mind doesn't like new. The mind doesn't like, you know, um, the mind doesn't like what it can't predict. So when you're offering something new to the mind, it's something that it can't predict. So we don't bother with the mind at all. And we make a habit of being beyond mind, being beyond thought, being beyond what society has created us to be by being in the body more, okay? And if you're interested in my own personal practices that have shifted me out of operating from mind which a lot of us do which it causes the chaos and the fragmented joy and the comparing and the continual irritating feeling <laughs> that you may feel towards yourself because you feel like you know life isn't life doesn't feel open life doesn't feel light and loving and supportive let me know because i do have a couple offers if you're wanting to dive into a course that embodies that okay okay and um yeah so i just wanted to really tell you don't leave your mystic behind because that's what i was doing and i'm realizing you know, there was a part of me that I wasn't showing up embodying. And now that's going to change because awareness is everything. Okay. So I hope this was helpful. I know this was like primarily about me and my experience, but I hope that this can open up some kind of, you know, dialogue or awareness within yourself to like think about or journal on of whether or not you're leaving your mystic behind. Because I know when I first started this, like mental sugar and stuff, I met a lot of mystical girls. Like, and we all talked about energy and, you know, the power of now and the secrets and all these very vibey, um, energetic ways of existing. So I know that's the foundation of what I strongly am drawn to. And so that's just something that we shouldn't leave behind because, yeah, it's so important. It's so important when that's something that you were once drawn to and you kind of like left it at the bus station on accident, you know, as you continue to progress through life because life can feel lighter and easier and more certain when you take that with you. When you take that pleasure, that ease, that certainty, your ability, your ability to conjure and dissolve obstacles and fears, when you take that power with you, life is easier, period, dot. Okay? All right, my honeys, I love you so much. And this one felt like an actual, like, master class or something. I took notes in everything. 
Okay, so even though I was like kind of scattered, that like felt very solid, in my opinion. <laughs> so I'm kind of proud of myself. I took notes. So be proud of me if you want to. <laughs> All right, my honeys, I love you so much. I'm going to go drink some tea and watch Santa Claus because that's just the vibe I'm in. Okay, you know where to find me. And yeah, I will talk to you later. Bye.